Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> All right. Hey, hope you had a good weekend. Pete Callender here, News Talk 1110 WBT. Uh, I am not quite yet a Russian military expert. Um, well, I mean, I had to shift very quickly from submersible expert to Russian military expert, uh, which I should have just gotten like the like the value pack, Hunt for Red October. And I would have, yeah, two birds, one stone. But I didn't know. I had I could not predict where it was going to go. But uh, uh, actually, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Got a guest coming on. Uh, we'll break it down for us. Maybe there'll be another coup. And now it's over. Okay. Um, in case you were not aware, we are to ignore the allegations of corruption surrounding the Biden family. Which I should have known, right? I should have known that this was going to come because this is rule number two in Pete's rules of journalisming, which is when the scandal is about a Republican and the story in the media shall be about the scandal, right? That's it's that's the story. However, if the uh, if the scandal involves a Democrat, then. The story shall be about the Republican reaction to that scandal, right? That becomes the focus of the stories. And so the talking points have gone out, and uh, Claire McCaskill articulated it quite well uh, for, you know, regurgitation of talking points. Um, And here she was on MSNBC, where she is a paid commentator after... Uh, no longer serving in the U.S. Senate. That they should take this loss and move on. Find another political weapon to wield. I don't know what America they live in. Um, And I don't know how they sleep at night. Uh, You know, alcoholism and addiction are probably the most pervasive diseases in America. I don't know of one family that hasn't been touched by the pain of these diseases And it's particularly painful when you have someone you love unconditionally that is suffering from these diseases. I think Joe Biden has shown a wonderful role model to the country about unconditional love. What what do these jerks in the House want Joe Biden to do? Throw him out? Refuse to speak to him? Say he doesn't love him publicly? What? Do they not understand this disease and how it works? Hunter Biden has gone through recovery under the brightest lights imaginable. And recovery is not easy for anybody. He's being held accountable for bad judgments he made. And he should be. But the point is that he now has to stay sober in order to avoid a felony. And he has been treated as he should under the law. But... Everyone should understand here that this man, this has paid a very high price for his addiction in the public arena. And by the way, everybody needs to back off 
Joe Biden about this. He loves his son. Back off. Yeah. It is okay for him to love his son. And there's nothing wrong with it. They have no evidence of any kind of wrongdoing by Joe Biden. And it infuriates me that they're using this heartbreak against Joe Biden in this way. It's just not right. All righty. So there are your talking points. Right. That Hunter Biden has been held accountable. Right. He, they, they, he made mistakes while in the throes of addiction. It's a and it's a terrible thing. And everybody knows somebody. Right. So there's that this this, you know, humanizing and relating Hunter Biden and the Biden family and this issue right to you, right to all people. Then you've got the Joe loves his son unconditional. And in fact, Joe's love, his unconditional love for his family is the is the model for all of us. By the way, how many grandkids do the Bidens have? I mean, like total, not just the ones they they recognize. Right? Isn't there a isn't there a big nasty custody or not custody fight, but a uh child support fight going on in Arkansas, I believe, right? Again, one of the the bad decisions that Hunter Biden made. And then, of course, the uh, no evidence of wrongdoing talking point. There's no evidence of wrongdoing. So those are your talking points that the Democrats are pushing because, again, it's the story is not the scandal. The story is the Republican reaction. So how dare you notice the corruption? How dare you ask questions about corruption (laughs) when you've got evidence of corruption? How dare you, sir? Jerks in Congress. She doesn't even know what kind of America they live in. What America do these people live in? Jonathan Turley, writing at his uh, blog, he is the constitutional law professor, Hillary Clinton voter, right, Democrat. But he's, he's drawn the fire of a lot of progressives because he has not, he has not uh, abandoned constitutional principles. Anyway, he says a senior IRS official corroborated a bombshell allegation, right? And newly released evidence from the investigation indicates that Claire McCaskill is not the only powerful figure issuing this warning to leave Joe alone. Two whistleblowers reportedly detailed highly disturbing actions from top officials to slow walk and undermine the investigation. He says many of us have already noted the absence of certain charges in the plea deal given to Hunter Biden. Right. In addition to the lack of any charge as an unregistered foreign agent, there is no evidence that the Justice Department seriously investigated the influence peddling efforts of the Biden family, despite allegations of millions of dollars generated from foreign sources. Yeah. Where is the FARA? The foreign agency. Uh, or foreign agent reporting requirement. Where is that? Where were the Where was the charge for that? Acting as a as an unregistered foreign agent. W- what about all of the the shell bank accounts and LLCs and millions of dollars flowing through each one? And comments about oh, if you do this enough times, it'll take them a decade to unwind it all. But then, of course, we had the the testimony that came out with the the threatening message that was sent allegedly by Hunter Biden 
to a Chinese energy company executive saying he was, uh, you know, they demand that the Bidens fulfill their end of the bargain here. Um, and a couple of days later, millions of dollars, I believe it was 10 million, went into Biden accounts. And so he says in the message, I'm sitting right next to my dad and, you know, he and I will make sure that, you know, you will be chased to the edges of hell by us, whatever. Like, well, was Joe there or not? And the White House won't say. They refused to to answer the question. On Friday, we dipped in to the press conference live and it got a little testy with uh, Karine Jean-Pierre and uh, Kirby. What's his first name? John, I think. Anyway, yeah, they wouldn't answer. They won't answer this question. So, yeah, color me skeptical that that the answer is going to be a good one. Because if it was a good answer, if it was like, no, Joe wasn't there. We got his record here. He was over, you know, in this other location or whatever. If they could prove that he wasn't there, they would prove he wasn't there. Because it is obviously better for him not to be there, right? But they can't do it, so they won't do it. He says, "Not uh, now these uh, whistleblowers, rather, are reportedly telling Congress that they were actively frustrated in their efforts to investigate as Merrick Garland was insisting that there was no interference or limitations. And that was not true. So now the question is also for Merrick Garland. Did he lie to Congress? Because that's a big deal. Well, not really for Democrats, actually. If you were a Republican, that would be a very, very big deal. You can actually face some charges for that. If you're a Republican, right? Okay. Oh, hey, real quick. Before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Alrighty, so the whistleblowers from the IRS are telling Congress that they were actively frustrated in their efforts to investigate. And at the same time, the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, was insisting that there was no interference or limitations placed upon the IRS investigators by the DOJ. This included preventing an effort to search a guest house of President Joe Biden. IRS official Gary Shapley allegedly recalled that Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf agreed that there was, quote, more than enough probable cause for the physical search warrant there. But the question was whether the juice was worth the squeeze. Which is my line. That is my line. Anyway, Wolf allegedly said that they could never get approval for the search despite the sufficiency of the evidence. That's a problem. Jonathan Turley goes on to say in his blog post, and uh, um, this also is a, appears as a uh, an op-ed at the New York Post, I believe. He said, even more disturbing is the allegation that the Delaware U.S. attorney, David Weiss, sought to bring charges against the 53-year-old Hunter Biden in both the District of Columbia and Southern California last year, but was denied both times. 
which directly contradicts the statements that Attorney General Garland made to Congress. He said he was asked point blank, can the U.S. attorney bring charges anywhere? And Garland said, yes, he has authority to do that. But he got he got blocked from doing it by DOJ. Democrats and pundits have repeatedly cited the fact that Weiss was a Trump appointee and thus the light plea bargain with Hunter Biden shows that there was really no case to be made. But these sources are now suggesting that Weiss tried and was rebuffed in his effort to prosecute in two different jurisdictions. There is, let me jump over here to, uh, this is the Washington Free Beacon, a piece by Chuck Ross says that there is now another, well, there is a a corroboration of Shapley's account. So Gary Shapley, one of the IRS whistleblowers, he was in a meeting, occurred um, October 7th, 2022. So not even a year ago. IRS agents were meeting with DOJ prosecutors handling the Biden probe. And after the meeting, Shapley wrote to his boss, a guy by the name of Daryl Walden. He wrote to his boss that the U.S. attorney, David Weiss, indicated that he was prohibited from bringing charges against Biden in Washington, D.C. Weiss said that he had requested special counsel status and the Justice Department headquarters had denied that request as well. Quote, Weiss stated that he is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. That's what he wrote in the memo about what was, uh, what was discussed in the meeting. He sends it to his boss, Daryl Walden, who replies, quote, Thanks, Gary. You covered it all. So this is what we call contemporaneous evidence, right? This is, you remember when uh, uh, Christine Blasey Ford, remember when she made the allegations against Brett Kavanaugh? And there was a lack of contemporaneous evidence at the time. She never told anybody, right? The, the, the people that were there had no idea that any of this allegedly happened, right? There was, there was no evidence at the time that would support the accusation. This is what she was missing. The email is evidence that supports Shapley's claims that the Biden Justice Department interfered in the investigation. Hunter Biden this week agreed to a plea deal on two misdemeanor charges for failure to pay taxes in 2017 and in 2018. Shapley testified, however, that IRS investigators, along with the U.S. Attorney's Office, David Weiss's office, initially sought felony tax evasion charges against the uh, Hunter Biden for the years 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018, And Shapley detailed Biden's schemes to evade taxes, including deductions for payments that he made to prostitutes and a Los Angeles sex club, which, as I understand it, he got kicked out of because he was grabbing butts, which is weird. I kind of think that, like, I don't, I guess I have a misunderstanding about what a sex club is. I don't know. But who knew? You, that's how, I did not know that that's how you could engage in tax fraud. You can deduct all that stuff. So apparently, um, 
RFK Jr., he's a bit of a weightlifter kind of a guy, bodybuilder of sort. I did not I didn't know that. Um and so he went out to some look like like an outdoor gym like they do those uh like in California, I want to say, right? On the beach, they got all the weightlifting apparatus out there. So he I don't know where he was, but he goes out and he he does a couple of bench presses. You know, he lays down and he's got some guy spotting him and he he pops out like eight or nine or ten of these bench presses. And you could tell by the last one, he was like muscle failure. You know, he was he was going to, to failure. And, and so he had to get the guy help him, you know, the spotter helps to uh, lift the, uh, the barbell up onto the supports. And the next thing I'm seeing, all these people bashing the guy like, oh, that's not any weight. That's nothing. Now, I don't know. Maybe that's weightlifter culture. Where you just denigrate the other guy. I didn't think that was the case. I thought they were all like, hey, good job. I thought that's what it was like. But apparently it's just, or maybe this is the politics side of it. <laughs> They're just like, that's nothing. And the first thing I'm thinking is the guy is old, right? He's kind of old. He's in his late 60s, I want to say. Is he 70-something? I don't know. But he's, he's older and he's in great shape. He appears to be in great shape. Let me say that. So, yeah, but they're like, oh, it's only like 120 or 130 pounds or something. I'm not going to knock the guy for ripping out a couple of bench presses. He looks he looks good. He looks like he's in shape. But now, because it's, yeah, because it's a Kennedy, so now there's like all these conspiracy theories about whether or not they're his real muscles or not. <laughs> there's, a, there's some guy with a grassy knoll theory out there. It's just, it's gotten out of control. I got an email to Pete at the PeteCalendarShow.com. John says regarding the uh, Russia, 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 2021, Russia, the second best military in the world. One year later, 2022, Russia, the second best military in Ukraine. And 2023, Russia. The second best military in Russia. Sorry. I mean, come on. Like, if we can't mock the Russians now, when can we ever? I know we can, by the way. Of course we can mock the Russians. They're like the last country on the planet that you can mock. So Jonathan Turley, writing about the, um, the IRS scandal that uh, is not really the focus of the story because it involves the, uh, the sitting president and his son and his brother and maybe even some other family members. And the, the main thing there is that they're Democrats. And so for journalism's uh, purpose, you don't cover the scandal when it's a Democrat. You cover the Republican reaction to the scandal, which is why we ended up with, you know, Claire McCaskill saying stupid things on MSNBC more so than she normally does. Every, everybody needs to back off yeah. Joe Biden about this. He loves his son. Back off. Back off. No one puts baby in a corner. The laptop includes pictures and appointments of Hunter's foreign business associates with Joe Biden. Right? But Joe Biden said he had no knowledge of any foreign dealings of his son. That is false. That is false. There is also a recording of Joe Biden discussing a New York Times report that was published on December 12th, where detailed Hunter Biden's dealings with Yi, not the rapper, Yi Jingming, 
the head of CEFC, China Energy Company. And he assures his son, Hunter, quote, (laughs) he said, I think you're clear. After lawyers worked on the New York Times before the story ran. Right? So the lawyers got involved. And they, they obviously fixed things with the Times story. So you're in the clear. So he did know. Right? That was 2018. Before he ever ran for president. Right? So, so he did know about his son's foreign dealings. Because it was, that's a foreign dealing right there. That's the China Energy Company. Right? There is also another recording of his uncle. J- First off, why? Who puts this kind of recordings? Who puts all this on their laptop? He must have been mirroring his phone or something. You know, like you can do that. You can connect your phone to your computer, and so you can like never get away from anybody ever. Apparently, like legally speaking, as well. That, I mean, because otherwise, why? Why? Why do you have all these recordings on your laptop? It has to have been from his phone. So. There's another recording of his uncle, James, assuring him that he and his father, Joe, were going to arrange for, quote, safe harbor for him as his world began to collapse. And now we have the message that Hunter wrote on the WhatsApp app, where he says, uh, I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, or Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with Dad. Again, the authenticity of the message still needs to be established. However, there remains a striking lack of curiosity among the Democrat members who have opposed every effort to investigate these allegations. The lack of curiosity of Democrats in Congress is matched only by the media. Democrats and the media, but he repeats himself, will continue to insist that there is a lack of evidence while opposing efforts to establish the evidence behind these allegations. And if you want proof, they have no evidence of any kind of wrongdoing by Joe Biden. And it infuriates me that they're using this heartbreak against Joe Biden in this way. It's just not right. There you go. That's that's the talking point. It has gone out. It's just about Hunter's addiction, and Joe loves his son very much, and there's no evidence to to support any connection. No, you can't look at that evidence. No, we won't support any kind of investigation into looking into this evidence that you say makes that connection. We just we would prefer there not to be any connection, so we cannot look at any evidence and, and attempt to prove or disprove. 
All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. Former President Donald Trump has expanded his lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the rest of the Republican presidential field since he got indicted on federal criminal charges, according to a new national NBC News poll that is being touted by Trump World. Trump World does not tout or believe that the trouble comes for Trump in the general election. <laughs> so they like the they like the primary polling, and so they are touting that one, even though it's from NBC News. But it 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 basically lines up with what we have been hearing. This is the trend line, which is Trump has the the uh, the strength to get through the primary, but he's not going to be able to beat Biden in the general because everybody already has an opinion of him and they have an opinion of Biden. They have their floors and they have their ceilings. Everything is al- already you know, baked in. But this also confirms for me, I shouldn't say confirms it. It's another piece of evidence in the in the case that I am making that they are indicting, excuse me, they are indicting Donald Trump in order to boost his numbers so he wins the primary. There is an incentive for Democrat attorneys general, U.S. attorneys, whatever. There is an incentive there for them to charge Trump because when they bring the charges, when they bring an indictment, then Trump's polling among his base, among the Republican voters, goes up. It goes up. And it doesn't help Trump in the general. The survey finds half of Republican primary voters say they would consider another leader besides Trump. So it it suggests there is a potential opening for a rival to capture the GOP nomination even as six out of 10 Republicans believe the indictments and investigations that Trump is facing are politically motivated. The trouble for Trump comes not among Republicans, but among the general electorate. A majority of all registered voters have concerns about Trump after his indictment on federal criminal charges, including 55% of independent voters. Now, again, these are eligible voters, so or uh, registered voters, I should say. So that's not exactly the gold standard. You want the likely voters, right, for polling. But again, it's a trend line. And it it lines up with the previous trends from other polling outfits. President Biden leads Trump by four points that is within the margin of error. The survey shows that majorities of all registered voters have concerns about both Trump's and Biden's mental and physical health, as well as reservations about either serving another four years as president. 
The poll shows Trump with a sizable and growing lead over his Republican presidential rivals in the aftermath of the indictment. 51% of national Republican primary voters pick the former president as their first choice in the race for president for the nomination. 22% chose DeSantis. That is um, growth for uh, for Trump. It's now a 29-point lead. 46 to 31. That's what it was. When was this one? Uh, April, right? Um, when the GOP presidential race gets reduced to just two candidates in the current survey, Trump gets support from 60% of Republican primary voters. DeSantis gets 36%. So if it's just those two, Trump still leads by like 20 points, 22 points, 24 points, sorry. The NBC News poll also finds about half of Republican primary voters, 49%, say Trump should continue as the party leader. But that means 51% say he shouldn't. These voters overwhelmingly pick Trump as their first choice on a primary ballot. Another 21% say it's time to consider other leaders. Um, a majority of these voters pick DeSantis as their first choice, not surprising. say the GOP needs a new leader with better personal behavior and an approach different from Trump's. And that group kind of spreads their support among DeSantis and Pence and Chris Christie. While a combined 50% of GOP primary voters are open to a leader besides Donald Trump, Republican pollster McInturf says that Trump's 49% is, quote, a strong starting number in a field with multiple candidates. I I guess it's a strong starting number, yes, but can it grow? Or is that his ceiling? We shall see. (laughs) 